verse 1, Paul says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God. So Paul, an apostle, he identifies his calling. An apostle means a sent one, somebody sent by God. In verses 1 and 2, how he talks about the different aspects of God and our Lord. He's God, you are my Father. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. You are my hope. And then he says there in verse 3 and 4, he says, Timothy, I left you there because I want you to protect God's people from people, others who are teaching wrong things. God's people must receive the kind of input, the kind of teaching which is godly, which will build them up in their faith. Verses 5 through 7. So God's whole purpose of instruction to us is this. Love from a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere. It says, look, this is ultimately the whole point. That God wants us to walk in love. So love must come from a pure heart and a clear conscience. And from genuine or sincere faith. Genuine faith. But then he says, somehow strayed away from this very basic thing. This is the core of what we are called to live. And they have given themselves to, verse 6, to idle talk. They're just talking empty stuff. Verses 8 through 11. So now he says, okay, about the law. The law is a good thing. The law tells us what is right and what is wrong. But I want to point out something here. All manner of sin, all manner of sin is contrary to sound doctrine. Notice what Paul says in verse 10. You know, read the same thing from a more modern translation of simple English. It simply means the sexually immoral men who practice homosexuality. Now in verse 12. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord. So he's reflecting on his own ministry now. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. So what is God looking for in order to release us into the ministry? Just one thing. He's looking for faithful people. So Paul at this stage is recalling, you know, once I was a persecutor. He was somebody who actually went and killed the Christians. He was totally against Christians. He was totally against Jesus Christ. But thank God for his abundant grace. God was so gracious to me, right? And then he says in verse 15, it's worthy of all acceptance. Any, anyone and everyone must accept this. What is it? Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And then he continues in verse 16. He says, you know, God did this so that he can set up an example in my life for all the others who are going to believe in Jesus. That they will know that no matter what they have done, no matter how wicked they may have been, God is abundant in his grace. And he is great in his long suffering. He is great in his patience towards us. And then he breaks forth into praise. Verse 17. He says, oh God, I just want to praise you. I just thank you. You are the immortal God, the invisible God. And it is to you all praise be given. Verse 18. So now he says, Timothy. I want to remind you of the prophecies that were spoken over your life. Take those prophecies. And with those prophecies, I want you to fight a good fight. Wage a good spiritual warfare. 
And he continues in verse 19. He says, you fight a good fight, but don't forget the core. The core is, you've got to have faith and a good Key message here from chapter 1 is this. We must live and love out of a pure heart, a clear conscience or a good conscience and sincere faith. Don't lose your conscience because that can shipwreck your faith. Faith must be coupled. coupled. This life of faith must be coupled with a clear conscience. Keep your conscience clear. Do what is right before God and before man. Amen.